Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when this thought hits you. Okay, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever. Or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, the whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Hey, I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the St. Jude kids. St. Jude's doing incredible work fighting childhood cancer. And because of donations, like the ones that you get, families never receive a bill ever from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, food, none of that. Help St. Jude stop childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope. Get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. It's going to look great on you. So join all the doctors, researchers, and me in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers, 785-833. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. Bobby Bones. Transmitting across America. Turn it up. This is the Bobby Bones Show. Let's go. Hey, welcome to Monday show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Let's go around the room. I'm going to ask you a question here. I'll answer it first because you guys do not know the question. The question, the get to know you question is, what is something your younger self would be surprised about now? The young version of you, can be good or bad, if they looked at you today, what would they be surprised to see and know? I'll go first. Probably that my wife is pretty. Because no girls ever wanted to talk to me or be my girlfriend or anything. They had they wanted nothing to do with me. So I think younger me, if it were like twelve or so, he'd probably disappear for a while. Dang. After he saw her, you know what I'm saying? And I think he'd be pretty excited about that. I think that's what that would be the surprise. I'm like, wow. I know no girl likes you now, but there's at least one that's gonna marry you. That would be me. Amy? I think this as my career, like getting yeah. paid to talk that's and being in radio, because that it I I didn't have aspirations for this. And so it's really cool. The thing that I used to get in trouble for. (laughs) What did you think you would do as a 12-year-old? Gosh, at 12, I think probably a little bit younger than that. I was in the veterinarian phase because my uncle was a vet. I liked being around animals. And I feel like a lot of kids go through either marine biology or (laughs) vet phase. Mm -hmm. So I was probably still there. But by the time I got to high school, honestly, I just didn't know. In college, I did not know. And then I went into sales, which worked for me. Do you know now? Do I know now? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I've been doing this now for 17 years, and it's kind of crazy. Eddie, something your younger self will be surprised about. Uh, Say that again. You have four kids? No. I'm going to have four kids when I'm older? Get out of here. That's the crazy. Dude, I I didn't think I'd have one kid. You didn't think you'd have four kids three years ago, though. (laughs) Because, you know, your two boys are adopted now. Uh Uh-huh. But yeah, four, that's a lot. That's crazy. Like, I would call you a liar if you told me I was going to have four kids when I'm older. Lunchbox? That I'm married. That's it. Tied I'm down? 
Tied down, settled down for one one chick. I mean, because I just liked. I mean, I liked women. <laughs> I liked women. I like. I mean, I was liked. just like. Well, I mean, I still like women, but what I'm saying is, but your I, wife's a woman. I know. I settled for one woman. Like back then, I was just like, there is no way. Why would you ever, ever settle for one woman? And then, I mean, something happened. I don't know. Lion got tamed. Yeah, lion got tamed. You lion know what I mean? Neutered. I didn't get neutered because I mean, still got kids, but. Yeah, you know, I mean it still works. Yeah, you know, no, I mean you know, like, it still ah. works. Yeah, I'm just not out on the prowl is what yeah, it is. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I used, yeah, I tell you, this dude used to prowl. I've heard, he I've heard the prowl. stories. I've heard the stories yeah. only from you, but I've heard the stories yeah. only from you. Though. Like they're saying, theirs is like having kids or how many. Like mine is that I two that I only have two. I, I guess I thought I was going to have like five. Oh man, that's crazy. I didn't say anything about kids. I said I just wasn't going to be married. I, I don't oh, know. Oh, well, yeah, you said yeah. You're single? 30 kids, but no, not married. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, That's, I, I that might have been what it was. He's a prowler. He's lying. Hey. Was, I, I, know. I, I was a prowler. Yeah. So, do you have any other kids out there, do you think? No, not that I know of. Nothing new. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I assume they would have told you, right? Yeah. No, it, sometimes it takes a long, long time. 23 and me, bro. Do that. Yep. No, we'll, never doing that. We'll do it on the air. Never. See what happens. Never. All right. Thank you guys. Welcome to the show. This is the segment where you guys can get to us. Just email us. Here's the email address if you want to be a part of the mailbag. Morgan? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. All right. Open it up. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. My wife and I have a three-year-old. He's now at an age where most children have transitioned away from breastfeeding. However, my wife feels strongly about continuing this practice. It has become a source of tension between us. I respect her perspective. I understand that everybody has different parenting styles, but I am unsure about the long-term implications of extended breastfeeding and the impact it may have on our child's development. How do I deal with my wife breastfeeding our three-year-old? How would the other members of the show feel? Signed, a concerned parent. Uh, let's go to Eddie. Uh, Three. I mean... Three. I know people that like have been breastfeeding their kids until they were like five or six. No way. I'm not In kidding. In kindergarten. I'm you, not kidding. You yes. actually know. They get, they get out of Miss Jones' class. They get off the bus. They run right up. It's almost like a milk and cookies thing, like That's, comfort, you know? There's no way. There's I'm no serious. Way. And so I don't know what the long-term effects are of this, like, but I know people that have been doing it Write for a long time. Write down their name. No, you don't know. You don't know. They go to a different school. Yeah, they need to be investigated. Mm. Not investigated. Oh yes, absolutely. No, I mean, I think it's harder than you think to like unlatch. No, no. Once they get teeth, they start biting. It hurts. Like you got to get get off the. I, I can't say that. I'm going to check myself out of this answer because I don't have kids, and this is a very. I can just tell you what books say, and I ain't going to do that because I don't. I'm not a parent, so I'm checking myself out. I never had right. kids at breastfeed. Eddie, three, too old or not? Three is probably the right age. Two. It, it should probably, Your kids did not go till three. There's no way. Two, but it should it should be done. Like we should be done with it. Move so you on. should cut. You're telling him you agree with him. Absolutely. But 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 I'm not talking to the mom here because the mom there's a special connection with breastfeeding. I don't want to get involved with that. But you just okay. I'll get involved. You got to <laughs> stop. You got to stop. It's about a year is about the max. Once they get teeth, it gets Im- impossible. They start biting. It hurts. It's very difficult. The kid needs to learn independence. The mom is hanging on. The mom needs to let go. Get the boob out of the mouth and give it back to the mom. Well, he just he never took it, it from the mom. Yeah, actually, it's like, still on the mom. Well, I was going to say something else, but I don't know. Give and it back to the dad. He, he, Lundrow just cut it off in a year, but I, I personally have never breastfed. I got my kids at like 
<laughs> seven and ten. But my sister has four kids, and yeah, she was somewhere between the year to two year mark that that sort of stopped. Each kid was a little bit different, and I think you have to decide what's best for you and what's working. But what about five or six, like Eddie's friend? Oh. I've no. heard news Is that who you guys want to count the crows with? Look, she's certain. <laughs> no. I mean, we've heard of people like that are eight. Well, I've seen yeah, it in the magazine, news, magazine. Yes. but you don't know them. I yeah. didn't say I knew them. I said we have heard of people. So I really think it's case by case. But I mean, yeah, when you have two parents involved here, I don't know if you could like book an appointment with your your. I don't know. Is that a pediatrician? Oh, a, a, a lactation Lact- specialist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lactation consultant. I, I thought about being that. Yeah. You did? <laughs> no, you Wait, what do you mean? You thought? Yeah, about because my wife. Like when you were a kid. <laughs> no, no, no. When my wife, uh, we had our second child. He was having a hard time latching, and we would go to a lactation consultant, and we would meet with these people, and they would teach the kids how to get on there. And I was like, man, I could be one of these people. <laughs> you like demonstrate for the kid? No, the the the, the, oh, right, kid. the kid kid. Watch <laughs> me do this, baby. <laughs> no, no, but the women come in and you help them position their boobs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yours yeah. wasn't for a perverted reason. It sounds no, like. no. It was just to be a, like to help these women. It was, yes. like a, it was a sad situation. It's a helper. It's yeah, the I was a helper. Position of the baby, <laughs> okay, the position it, of the mom. Sounds like the room here says three. Is it's starting to sound way too old? Okay, Uh, way too old. I mean, because they can talk and they can tell their friends, "Hey, I'm still." I mean, like they have personalities. They, They (laughs) you know what I did today? Yeah, I was on my mom's boob, man. Like that's so weird. Look over, he's texting his buddy. (laughs) Right. All right. All right. They they seem to think three is too old. Player, this clip. Good luck. Good luck. That's all I can say. All right, close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Coming up in the next segment, we'll talk to Naomi Shore. Now, you may not know her by the name, but we had the clip of her singing at a Miss Arkansas pageant, and the performance wasn't great. But what I said was, I just love how she committed and kept going. Now, there's more to the story because we actually have Naomi on who's going to tell us what happened and what actually caused her to sing like that. Just here's a clip of her singing. down a whole path. We'll play it again, but she's super cool to come on and talk about this. Naomi Shore, she went viral, and we'll talk to her next here on the Bobby Bone Show. Hey, Naomi, how are you? Hey. Good. So, apparently, anything on TikTok, I'm, I'm such an Arkansas guy that anything that comes up Arkansas just comes up in my feed all the time, right? It's all Arkansas all the time. And yeah. I, I was playing your video on the air, and I was like, you know what I love about, and I don't know you, we've never met, so great to see you, great to meet you, all that. Nice yeah. to meet you. What I loved about this video, and I was saying this to my show, and I don't know if you heard it at all, but I was like, this is a, this is what we should all be doing. We should all just be leaving it all out there regardless, just putting all your effort into it and then letting the chips fall where they may. And I was really inspired by the video, and I had told Scuba Steve, our producer, hey, I'd like to talk to her. And he was like, yeah, we, we'll try to get her on. He was like, what we don't want to do is like, be mean. I was like, I wasn't going to be mean. I think that how she performed that, although, and I think I've seen your video since where you, you can really sing, but I think how you performed that night was so inspiring to me because you just went for it as hard as you could. Can you tell me about that night a little bit? You're from Hot Springs. And I don't know if you ever went to the Miss Arkansas pageant, but that is where the state pageant um as a prerequisite for the Miss America pageant takes place in Hot Springs. And you're there for a full week uh, competing, having rehearsals every day, being scrutinized. (laughs) And um, I did not get my dress until the moment that I was performing in it uh, from alterations. 
So I put it on. It was too tight. Uh, it had been altered. I was kind of psyched out whenever I put that on and it felt tight, like I couldn't breathe um, in like the bodice. And then you get a mic stuck in the back, you know. Um, but I don't know if you've ever performed on stage, but, you know, I know you work with uh, speakers. And so you have speakers that face you so that you can hear your music. And then you have speakers that face the audience so that the audience can hear your music and your mic. And that song that I sang starts with three chimes of a bell that tell you the key that you need to start in. <laughs> so I go out there and I did not hear anything on my side of the speakers. So I started off key and that song, that arrangement was edited so down to have so many like big moments really fast in this small time frame that you're given. And it just completely got away from me. I got started off key and I couldn't save it. But before I did any pageants, I, I've done a lot of music theater and really love performing and have performed many, many times. Uh, and you're taught in theater and live performance that you never stop in the middle of a performance ever. And that you are supposed to leave it all out there, completely sell it. You know, whether it's acting, missing a line, you just keep going. Um, but you're never supposed to freeze. You're never supposed to run off stage. And so I did. I sold it. Like, if you mute that video and watch it, I would be like, wow, that girl's crushing it. <laughs> <laughs> or at least she thinks she is. But, um, of course, that's kind of the hard part about that moment is I thought it was over. And then, you know, everyone that has continued to watch it says, oh, my gosh, look at this girl who thinks she's so good. She's so terrible. Let me contact her <laughs> and, and let her know. So, um, yeah. So whenever I walked off the stage, I knew I bombed it. I, I was so glad it was over. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so glad I'm done with that. And I never have to think about it again. <laughs> But and then social media comes uh, back around. That's not how it went. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, and again, probably a part of the reason too that I was so inspired by it is if I'm doing stand up or if I'm doing music and my ear goes out or it's so easy to go, hey, something's wrong or to met. And you just never, you just, you battled the whole way through. And, it, and I was on and I was just really yeah, just amazed at just you you were so tenacious and you just did not give up and you sang all the way through and yet you're right when you hear people like you do the national anthem in front of the super bowl sometimes they'll go hmm. that's how important hearing that is mm. that to, to know what key to get in and if you didn't hear uh -huh. that at all i can definitely see where you wouldn't even know where to start yes and i'm pretty sure there's a key change in there i don't know it's been so long that was 13 years ago i thought it may have been five or six i didn't know it was 13. <laughs> Yeah. Holy yes. Wow. I'm, I'm a totally different person Isn't now. <laughs> That's still new to some people. Like some people are still scrolling. Oh yeah. And that they're still like, well, look at this. And so, which is crazy. So a couple things. One, I did see that you're a, a speech pathologist and I went to a lot of speech pathology um, as in college, especially because I wanted to do this, but you know, I went and tried to lose some of my accent and you're from Arkansas. Mm -hmm. I'm from Arkansas. Some of the accent just doesn't go away. Like it lives within me. It is who I am. But I yeah. work with these speech pathologists who would work with kids too. And like, or, or people who are older, who were trying. So what in your speech pathology, like, who are you working with? What kind of people? I've worked with a range. I've worked from kind of in that three-year-old range all the way up into high school. Um, I've worked in a school setting. I've worked in private practice setting where you would like 
come in for an outpatient appointment. Um, and then I really love and have worked with kind of daycare aged kids. So I go into a daycare and then I pull kids out for their therapy. Uh, yeah. It's such a selfless and being around is such a selfless job, vocation, whatever, a career, because again, you're working, it's a, it's a very helper type job. Is that what drew you to that? It is. Yeah. I've always loved helping people. Actually, whenever I uh, first did, I did two pageants, two local pageants and one scholarship money. And that's what brought me to those pageants. But in the Miss America system, one of the things that you do is you choose a platform issue and you work with it. And so I chose domestic violence because I had personal experiences with that as a child. And so I spoke to schools. I spoke um, publicly and raised money throughout my years, um, my two years serving. And it was awesome. It it gave me a sense of purpose and um, provided me just an amazing opportunity to connect with a lot of people. And so at first I thought I was going to go into social work and you know, you look back and it kind of all comes together, right? And it's like, oh, this is what I was always meant to do because I'm working with kids that have some sort of issue that, you know, it might be something they're going to deal with their entire life, or it might be um, just that they're having trouble getting their R sound. And you know what? They might be bullied for that. (laughs) Uh, And so I get to help, um, And I get to work one-on-one and have a relationship with these kids while we overcome barriers together. And uh, I also, I love in the pageants, you know, obviously that was a bad experience, but I really love interview and I really loved the public speaking part of it. And so now I take kind of those communication pieces and and skills that I learned doing that. And then I use that in working with these kids on their communication skills. Do you sing anymore? I sing every day, all day with my son. (laughs) But never on, you're not a performer anymore at all? No, no. I did a lot of music theater in high school and in college. Um, I was on choir scholarship in college and thought I wanted to be a Broadway star whenever I was young. Uh, that song that I sang really isn't usually my jam. Usually I do more like theatrical character voices, more comedy. Uh, and actually I was kind of trying to play the character that I thought the judges wanted in a pageant girl, you know, to win this role, this, any actor takes a role and then they study the character and decide how to portray that character. Right. So that's what I was doing. Uh, and, so the song even that I chose was meant to be kind of a pageanty song where you, you know, belt and have all these power moments. And it really wasn't, it wasn't my style that I usually did. So I think from the get go, you know, I was, I thought I was doing it the right way because I was young. So I thought I was playing a role and playing to the audience. But looking back now as a woman, I'm like, okay, I think I got too far from my actual self. Uh, I, I listened to advice of people who were kind of in that world to try to learn how to play the game and the politics at the state level. And in the end, it didn't serve me. Um, but yeah, I, I don't perform. I, I have a profession and I'm a mom and I sing for fun and I still listen to my Broadway show tunes and sing, force (laughs) my child to sing to, you know, Lion King in the car, (laughs) but that's the extent of it. 
Okay, well, I'm doing a couple theaters. I'm doing Tulsa. I'm doing Wichita, Kansas. If you want to come and sing a song or two and get back like the old days, the offer is there. Does that sound fun to you at all? Exciting to you at all? Or does it just sound miserable? Okay, if I was having to sing that song, not that song, no, not that hard. No, (laughs) that song. No, but if you ever wanted to go, you know, I haven't done this in a while. Here's a thousand, two thousand people theater, a guy that I can trust because he's like me. He's from where I'm from. Like, I'll be doing a couple shows. And if you want, ever want to bring your maybe your kids never seen you sing on a stage. Yeah, we're just saying the opportunity is there. Think about it. And I would love to have you come out sometime and sing if you wanted to do that. Thanks. I appreciate the invitation. All right. There's I don't know if I'd be putting myself out there like that again, but you, you know, uh, I don't know either. That, I mean, if it were me, <laughs> I don't like putting myself out there sometimes either, but Naomi, thank you for your time and for talking with us and telling us the story behind it. And again, in the most positive way, which is how I was talking about it. I was like, she just kept going. That's what we all need to do. She just kept going. And that probably says a lot about you and how you handle a lot of different things in your life. So I really appreciate the time that you spent with us today. Yeah. Hey, thank you so much. And um, everybody, if you listen to that video, like, please don't forward it on. (laughs) Let it die. Let it die. That's funny. Let it die. Okay. Everyone repost it. I mean, you will get the clicks, but uh, even Will Smith, (laughs) even Will Smith posted it on his Instagram. No way. No way. What did he say? I I messaged him and I said, please take this down. It really hurts my feelings. Oh, <laughs> and uh, no, it didn't get taken down. She, what you say? she should slap him. <laughs> she then. should go up and slap him yeah, around the face. Yeah. Yes. In front of everyone. <laughs> That's true. You know what? If I had the ability to slap a lot of these people, I would. <laughs> <laughs> Naomi, thank you very much. Hope you have a great day. Yeah, thanks so much. Bye. Bye-bye. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. This girl, Roxanne, was in Hawaii for a camping trip and she got home and checked her computer. She had an email, a Facebook notification, and then also results from a DNA website revealing that she had a younger half sister. So again, mm. she's off the grid, not paying attention to some of this stuff. And then boom, she's called these messages. And it turns out they had both submitted their information to like a DNA site. Voila, she has a sister. And they communicated virtually. They lived 3,000 miles apart. So for years, they were only talking, you know, online. And they just met up in person. And it was really cool for them to get to do that. They had breakfast. They exchanged gifts. And now they, you know, just have a sister for the rest of their lives. They're 30 years old. Like half-sister. Half. So still blood. And it still makes sense they would know each other. But still cool. That's really cool. So I still really want Lunchbox to do a DNA test. Mm-hmm. To find out if, if he has any kids out there. Yeah, because he went hard back in the day. That's so he says. Not doing it. I'll never do it. Because you're scared? No, it's not about being scared about I, I don't he doesn't want, want someone to have his info. I, I'm telling you, whatever info they want on you, they already have. No, no, no. They they can use my DNA and they can make millions of dollars and I get none of it. That was one but, case. But, but what millions of dollars? Uh Henrietta Lacks, if you look That's up the her case. the uh she Oh that book was good. She uh had uh cancer and she went to John Hopkins mm-hmm. and they used her DNA to create all these vaccines and made millions upon millions of dollars. Her family got none of it and they lived dirt poor and couldn't even afford to turn on water. So I will never give you my DNA. Uh, Let me, uh, just a couple (laughs) points, if you don't mind, counterpoints to that. Or just side, not even counterpoints. Um, First of all, this is a one in a trillion situation. Right, what if I'm that trillion? Absolutely. So I'm going to agree with that too. What if you are that? So two, 
I don't know this story, but they didn't take anything from her. Right? Mm-hmm. No, they did. They did. This is and a not like money or means. No. They, they used her DNA, but they didn't take anything from her. So it's not like she got poorer because of it, and something good actually happened because they did that with her DNA. Yeah, yeah, but they got rich and she got nothing. Yeah, I hear you, but I'm saying, and I'm sure now she's getting something. No a book. No nothing. She made no money. No, the, book, the book probably though. No, she did. Oh, she died. Yeah. Okay, it's her but, family. But wouldn't yeah. you want your DNA to help all those people though? If that happened. I no. want to get rich. It's lunchbox. If, if, you're, if, if you're going to get rich, I need to get rich too. I feel you, but I think now there are probably some rules and protocols to set because of this. Maybe. I haven't done research on that, but <laughs> just check it out. Okay. It's uh, Henrietta Lacks. I'd no, love for you to do a DNA test. The book I, is The Immortal Life of Henrietta Lacks. You know what? Don't care. All I want Lunchbox <laughs> to do is a DNA test. I do care in a different way, but for this bit. Can't do that. Yeah. Man, what, that it's be, not about what he's saying, guys. Dude, that'll rock He just doesn't want to have any other family members, kids. Right. He doesn't. God. Like, it's literally like this was, it was taken from her. And then the when they named it, like the particular type of cell, it's like Gila, like the Henrietta, and then the L.A. lack. So it's called, like when you're in school and you learn about the Gila cell or something, like it's, that's her. I feel you. And that's, I hate that for her. And this, wow, what a story. And we did it as a whole different segment. I'd be so enthralled by here in the injustice. You want to do it after we come back? No, no, in the injustice, <laughs> all that. Eh. But I want Lunchbox to take a DNA yeah, test yeah. by Henrietta because yeah. she sounds like a good person. I'm sorry that happened to her. Yeah. You know what? Lunchbox's wife seems so nice. I'm sure she'd be fine if yeah, you had 10 cool kids that. out there. What? <laughs> might be weird. All right. Anyway, might be weird. Uh, great story. Great story. <laughs> Back to the beginning. Great story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer. But I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it. You know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Freedom is not free, and it comes with a high price paid for by America's heroes and their families. Heroes like Marine Corps Master Sergeant Aaron Torian, who died on February 15, 2014, in Afghanistan. Before his death, he served honorably for 10 years with two combat tours in Iraq and four in Afghanistan. He was 36 years old when he passed, survived by his wife, Jurley, and their three children, Elijah, Laura Bella, and Avery. While left without their hero, the Torian family was not left behind. Each of their children are multi-year scholarship recipients from the Folds of Honor as they pursue their education. The Folds of Honor provides life-changing scholarships for families of military heroes like the Torian family. A need this great needs patriots like you. 
Join the Folds of Honor Squadron with the recurring donation of as little as $13 a month at www.foldsofhonor.org slash squadron. That's foldsofhonor.org slash squadron. Join the mission today. Foldsofhonor.org slash squadron. We're going to play the Bobby Feud, the funniest people of all time. Lunchbox will go first. We asked 2,000s of our listeners who's the funniest person of all time. Very broad, very generic, but still, 2,000 of our listeners responded on our Facebook page, who is the funniest person of all time. Now, if you win the game, you can either have the cash prize, which I have written down, or you can have the mystery prize, which I have written down. So I'll not be changing anything, but there is a prize for you guys. One of them is worth something good, and one of them is not. Ready to go, everybody? Ready. Yeah. All right, let's go. Lunchbox, you're up first. 2,000 listeners were asked, who's the funniest person of all time? Man, Chris Rock. Show me Chris Rock. <laughs> Number seven. Like seven points. Not bad. Okay. Jerry Seinfeld. Show me Seinfeld. <laughs> Number four. Have you still four mm. more points? I just don't know how old our people are. That's the tough part. You know, I mean, that's the tough yeah. part. It's like, I don't know how far George back. Burns. <laughs> he was funny. No, that's not who I was thinking of. Milton Burrell. <laughs> not who I was thinking of. Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> uh, gosh, give me Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart! Oh, that's a good one. All right, Eddie, we're over to you now. Okay. I just didn't know. I'm going to start pretty easy with Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell! Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude. Number two. That's tough. Like, how old are our people? Exactly. Stop. Exactly, man. And I'm going to do the Stop. same bit. George Burns. <laughs> That's the exact same thing. Let's go, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy! Yeah! Number 10, Eddie Murphy. Dang, I was worried we go back. Should I punt here? Eddie takes the lead wow. with 12 points. Do you know who's funny? Who's funny? Larry the Cable Guy. Larry the Cable Guy! Uh, oh. Hey, you didn't get her done. <laughs> Amy? Tina Fey. Tina Fey! Oh, that's good, Amy. I know. Round one is over. There are only three rounds total. Points have doubled in the second round. If that list is all men. Well, yeah, I didn't make the list. Amy. She's spitting at me. <laughs> we asked 2,000 Bobby Bone Show listeners, men and women who responded to this, who is the funniest person of all time? Lunchbox points are doubled. Go. Richard Pryor. Show me Richard Pryor! Uh, yeah, that's what I was worried was about the Dang it. You know, Amy went, who'd you go with? Who's a, Tina Fey. I'm going to go Amy Poehler. Amy! Uh, uh, who's that guy on your shirt again? Andy Kaufman. Hmm. No way our listeners said Andy Kaufman. Jim Carrey. Oh, oh that's good. Yeah, yeah. Number three answer. Good job. Collect three points. Jim Carrey. So far, we have Will Ferrell at two. Oh, she has six points. Oh, yeah, double. Thank you there. Will Ferrell at two. Jim Carrey at three. Jerry Seinfeld at four. Chris Rock at seven. Eddie Murphy at ten. 2,000 Bobby Bunch of listeners were asked. Who's the funniest person of all time? Jeff Foxworthy. Still five answers on the board. Show me. You might be a redneck if you pick Jeff Foxworthy. No. Lunchbox points are tripled. You gotta have some points to stay in the game here. Yeah, I know. There is a cash prize. There's also a prize prize. I don't know her name. Dang it. Hmm? Uh, hmm. Girl, I don't know her name, though. 
Dang. Funniest person of all time. Number one answer still on the board. Yeah, that's what's weird. How is that still on the board? Huh. I'm a fantasy. I'm a. This is the old people. Come on. Five just... seconds. Steve Martin. Show me Steve Martin. Good one. Number nine answer. Yes! Oh, that's huge. 27 yes! points. Yes! Huge. I was worried to go back to the old well, but wow, it worked. Wow, wow, wow. Lunchbox takes that commanding lead. Guys. Four answers on the board. I'm going to get a little sad here. Rest in peace. Robin Williams. Show that. me Robin Williams. That's good. Number one answer. No. Okay, or that's awesome. Right. I'm not going there. Huh? Oh, I know. I'm not going there. I, I, I know exactly what he's talking about. Bill Cosby? Yeah. No, no. no. He wouldn't be on the list. Or, but he was funny. He was hilarious. He was hilarious, but... And I don't, I he was just, clean. Yeah. That's true. He was clean. I never did anything wrong. With his no, jokes. no, no. He was very clean. With his jokes, Alright. Our listeners, you know who they love? Go ahead and count them down. Three, two... One, Jeff Foxworthy. She just said that. Oh, my God. Yeah, give him that. Give him that. I mean, one, he wasn't listening. No, I, was, I was writing my list. That's, oh my. It's, a, it's, like, it's like almost punishment. Okay, okay yeah. you lost. It's over. That one's over. Okay, Eddie, lunch was winning. You really said that? points for that. Lunch is uh, lunch. I, so, Sorry, I'm writing my list. I can't pay attention to all the game players. Uh, there's two other two game players. That is like that is like Wheel of Fortune when I watch it and someone guesses a letter that someone guess, guessed. and I'm like, you're such an idiot. Yeah. Guess you're, what? You're the idiot. I'm the idiot. Eddie, you're down. You need a couple points. Dang here. it! You got three answers on the board. That was so dumb. Who did this poll? We did on Facebook. I'm sorry, listeners. Yeah. So it wouldn't be weird that they pick Bobby Bones. Dang it. Would it? Give it would, me it would be Bobby. Bob. Bones! I had that. that so dumb. Ray, you didn't even give me a chance to call for it, buddy. You just do no idea. Yeah, yeah, like, I mean, but why wouldn't they do that? I mean, that? he tries to suck up. You should try to win a well, game. Well, Amy that, said that, too. I know, not but sucking both, up. Oh it's being smart. I think that's a strategic I play. Have, not I, a good it one. was honestly, if Eddie didn't say it, I was about to. Thank go, you. Go ahead, Amy. See your list. Your list. Before Ed, Eddie even brought oh. you up. It's um, all pictures in my face and my head. It is. He drew a bunch of characters. BB and E. Yeah, go ahead. I'm still hopeful for a woman, so let's go Lucille Ball. What Who? Oh my gosh. Do these Who? guys not know? Amy, that, Lucy. She's hilarious. That was. Show me uh, Lucille Ball. Hey, I'm trying to give it to you guys. I still won. The girl I was trying to think of, I think her name's Melissa Mac- is her M- McCarthy. Mm-hmm. She's not on there, though. Oh, she's, she's not funny. funny. She's funny. Oh, Betty White? <laughs> she's not funny. No, no. First of all, Lunchbox is our big winner. 41. Yeah! That's crazy. Yeah! Points. Let's walk through the other ones here. You have Steve Carell at number five. Oh my God, oh, we're so stupid. You have Chris Farley at number six. Yes. And Bill Murray at number eight. Oh. He's funny. Yes. So, Lunchbox, would you like... Come on. You got to go to the card. It's not a card. It's, no? <laughs> it's a mystery prize that I have in my bag. Here. Oh, man. So, would you like the prize or the cash? And I've written down, so I'm not changing it on the spot. Would you like? Which one would you like for your prize? Dang, I'm sorry. I mean, what's for your? Yeah, for hey, your. Hey, his bag is big, dude. Yeah, his bag is big. That's a big bag. <laughs> That's what we said. Yeah. Could it be a bag of cash? Do you want the cash, or do you want the prize? If, if I pick one or the other, you're gonna tell me the. I will tell you both of them. Because right. yeah, I have them written down. Yeah, yeah. That's what I like to see. Okay. Cash. Cash. <laughs> the cash that lunchbox will be receiving is. A lot of zippers. That's a lot of zippers. That's a lot oh, of wallet. Now he's folding. Oh. $20 make you holla. 
Congratulations, buddy. That's, that's it. Thank you. There you go. Come get your money. Huh? Well, so what's the prize? The prize was a tub of toothpaste that is half used. Yeah! Half used. That's right, boys and girls. That's okay. how you do that's it. That's a win. That's a win. Oh, that's a win. That's a win. That's a win. Right? I can't hear it. Can you turn it off? All I do is win. Woo! Americans, list their top financial regrets around the room. What is your greatest financial regret? And it can't be not winning the lottery, which, by the way, we didn't win. Ugh. It can't be not winning the lottery. Lunchbox, what is your greatest financial regret? It's a great question, man. I really don't have any financial regrets that I can think You're of. pretty happy really? financially. The lottery? I, Amy, he just said I can't say the lottery. What about the jet ski? The yeah. jet ski was amazing. Yeah, but you lost it. Yeah, I understand, but I got like five or six years of just pure enjoyment out of that Did thing. Did insurance give you money for it? No, I had liability only. Regret? No, it's not a regret. Do you regret not having insurance on your jet no. ski? No, no. <laughs> you don't? No. I mean, what they, they were going to get? I mean, it was old by then, guys. Like, it was. And I mean, I tore up that lake for so long. Zoom, zoom, <laughs> zoom, zoom, zoom. Like, and I had chicks on the back of that thing. I mean, it's worth it. It lived a good life. So it but like one great... chick at a time. Sometimes two. At the same time. At the same time. Sometimes they had a lunchbox sandwich. Me in the middle, I let them drive it. You had no, fi- you have no financial work. Not that I can think of right now, but it, I mean, maybe I'll, I'll listen to you guys and I'll come back. Eddie. 2006, man. My wife and I were like, oh, let's go to Hawaii. It'd be great. Let's go to a concert over there. Pearl Jam opening up for you, too. When we got a credit card, let's do it. We paid for that trip on a credit card, and that was the start of our $40,000 debt. What? Eight years later? Ten years later? That's tough. That's a big regret. We shouldn't have taken that trip. Amy? Well, the time I wrote myself a check out of my mom's checkbook and signed her name and deposited it into my account. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you get I mean, eventually... <laughs> Well, yes, because my mom balanced her check no, like, like jail. A like, did the law come? No, forgery. It was my mom. No, I was going to pay her back, but she wasn't around, and I needed to deposit. This was back in the day when, if you didn't have the money, your check was going to bounce. And I had written a check, and I was like, "Oh shoot, that check's going to bounce. I need money in my account like now." And so I knew where my mom had her checkbooks, and I wrote myself a check, and I deposited, and then of course I waited. And then a few days later, I knew she was going to come for me once she noticed. And she did. And I was like, yes, I did that. I mean, I I still to this day, I even told my daughter about it recently because she ordered uh, things off my Amazon account without telling me. Yeah. And they started arriving at the, at the house. And I said, did you, did you get on my computer and get into my account and order these things? That's without permission. That's stealing. But then I said, to, hey, I said, hey, I get it. I stole from my mom once, too. And I told her. So then were you guys all even since you did it and she did it once? She get in trouble or no? I think I, I think she liked that I was able to relate to her, but then she promised. She was like, okay, I won't ever do that again. You're right. She's like, I, I was going to tell you. The thing is, she never told me. Did you get grounded? She, when did you get grounded? I was an adult. <laughs> oh, man. You oh should have got gosh. to jail, Amy. Oh, my gosh. I thought you were like 15. <laughs> I, mean, I, I thought she was a kid, too. Yeah. Like 16, 17 years old. Right. Amy. How old were you when you stole from your mom and forged a check? Federal crime? How old was the federal crime? I mean, I think it, I, I was in college and it was a summer. I was home 
for, you know. I mean, first she wrote the hot check, and then she forged the check to cover <laughs> wow. the hot check. To be fair, I didn't yeah. know it was hot at the time because I didn't really balance things. Golly. And then I was like, shoot, 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 shoot. When I was a kid, I called the 900 number over and over again. <laughs> I remember this. <laughs> I want to talk to Wade Boggs and Chris Sabo and Andre Dawson. And I thought if you just hung up with it before the first minute, you didn't get charged three ninety nine because mm. it was three ninety nine first minute, then da da for every minute after. But I thought I'll never make it to one minute, so I'd hear him go, "Hey, this is Wade Box from the Boston Red Sox." So if you oh, hang up, it was like four hundred dollars. It was just a recording too, <laughs> yes. Wade. My grandma wanted to kill me. That was bad. And once I signed up for a credit card for a free Cubs T shirt in the in the ball game, the thing, and then I kept I got credit cards forever. Mm. And then someone stole like that credit card number and was like running up like stolen identity on it so then I had to go through the whole process I never used a credit card she never got the free shirt yeah. all those, of the shirt those were mistakes it was a terrible shirt it was way too big oh. so that's where we were I know what my I want to read you the list here though okay my first endorsement was for a bar instead of cash I just took free drinks no way hey <laughs> <laughs> I get that though I mean I mean you I drank was, a lot back then I know but I could have drank it for free anyway that's like, hilarious. Yeah. You, you bartered out just free drinks instead of getting paid. Yeah, they were like, oh, you can have cash or, you know, you can get free drinks at the bar. And I was like, oh, free drinks for sure. Free <laughs> drinks well, for sure. Were. Did you get them anytime you went to that bar or just while you were there working? While I was there working. You couldn't go by, like, on another Oh, night? yes, I could go by. I guess I could go by any night. But, I mean, I only go out on the weekends because, I mean, I had an early morning. But, I mean, there's no way I got enough money worth of drinks mm. for what I was doing for the bar. <laughs> That's pretty bad. <laughs> That's funny. Pretty bad. Here are the top regrets Americans have made financially. Number one, not saving enough for retirement. There we go. Uh, we're not there yet. Hey, we're, we're, not not there there yet. yet. we're not there yet. So I can't regret There's it. There's no regret yet. Do you regret yet? Never started. A little bit. Yeah, I wish I had some in there. I don't yeah. want that 401k. Taking up 401k. That, that's it. Yeah. People think, I swear to God, people think this is a bit. No. You guys don't. It's not a bit. I need that 6%. I saw that email. I still need to do that. Taking on too much credit card debt. That's me. I, I mean, sometimes. Followed by not saving enough for emergency expenses. Mm. Well, who is that? No one has time for that. Who is that? A lot of people do that. It's just having like a fund in case. No, I don't have that. Um, not saving enough for your kids, for their education. I'm worried about that. I worry about that every day. I'm not. I made it without it. My parents supported me so they can figure it out too. There's, there's grants, there's loans, there's all sorts of things out there. Is that what you're going to tell them? And scholarships. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're going to be athletic beasts. Is that right? Really? Yeah. <laughs> Where do they get that? Where mom's side, right? Uh, <laughs> probably mostly mom's side. I mean, dad played college baseball and brother played college basketball. So. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Um, and most, and a, the final one is renting too long without buying. Oof. That was me. Yeah. For sure. Because you just that, at that point, you're just throwing. That, that's money you're never getting back. I think I bought my first house. Uh, six years ago. That's from Yahoo Finance. Would you take money from this job for drinks and said, No, no, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore, man. That was so dumb. Like, it was so dumb. And I did it for like seven months. And then I realized this is so stupid. And so I went to the sales lady and I was like, Hey, like, you know about that deal? Like, let's redo that. What'd you say? Okay, I'll talk to the bar. And then? And we got money. You got money after that? Yeah. Good for you, buddy. Yeah, I think I think you might have been the one that pointed out to me, like, no, 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 you should get free drinks and money. Like that and I was like, Really? You're like, Yes. <laughs> really? And I was like, Oh, okay. I mean, I, it was my first time getting and I was just like, That is so freaking cool. It would also be cool to go somewhere and they just give you free drinks. Like mm -hmm. I get it, but yeah, to give up money would oh, be tough. I just thought of one too where I got the couches at the from a place where they uh you pay later, <laughs> you know. And I was young. I didn't know. I, I wouldn't make this mistake now, but I, I was 22 or something. And yeah, rent to own. Had a, yeah, yes. 
And so there's no interest the first year. Perfect. Right. So it's like, okay, no payments, no interest the first year. But then you need to keep track of when that year ends. Because then after that, the interest is so crazy. And I think I ended up paying... Way about more. Five couches. Right. My roommate, I won't say his name, in college, we were up, we were up watching BET Uncut one night after dark, and we'd watch the videos on BET because they were, again, uncut because they'd show whatever. It wasn't like dirty, dirty, but it's dirtier than BET in daytime. So we'd be like, hey, you want to watch BET Uncut? So we watched BET Uncut. <laughs> and then they'd have, uh, they'd sell Girls Gone Wild DVDs. Oh, yeah. And he was like, I, I got to get this. We got to order. I'm like, I ain't ordering that stuff. And he's like, let's get Girls Gone Wild. So he ordered a DVD and it came. Girls Gone Wild, New Orleans. And he just ordered one. But they kept coming like every two weeks, kept charging him. And he couldn't get him to stop charging his credit card for like 12 Girls Gone Wilds. Is that how that guy made so much money? Probably. Yeah. yeah. What was his name? Steve. Mm. Francis. Francis. That's what jumps in my head. Is that the basketball? Same name. I mean, yeah. I really think that's his name. Joe Francis? I don't know. Michael Ray is on the Bobby cast this week. It's a one hour, one on one. Michael Ray, it's really the first time he's talked about his divorce with Carly Pierce. I get a lot of messages about this one. And I think Michael comes off really good. He talks a lot about therapy. He talked about his parents getting divorced at a young age and how his sister got put in the middle of their breakup. It was tough, bro, until not that long ago. It was my mom and my dad. Their, their relationship was so tumultuous. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, we, to a point where I was like, man, listen. I can't put somebody over here and somebody, you know, like I didn't ask for any of this. I was eight. My sister was six. Like we didn't ask for any of this, you know, like both of y'all remarried and separated, you know, let's, you know, also I need you to look at it as I know you got some personal stuff there, but that's my dad and that's my mom. Yeah. Tell him that. Like, Hey, don't talk bad about it. That's my mom. You're talking about. I know it's your ex. That's my mom. That's crazy. So we talked about that. And then I asked him if he's worried about having his own kids one day and putting him through that same trauma that he had to deal with. Cause that's a concern for me whenever, you know, we finally have kids. I really feel what you're saying because I've always kind of battled that too of like, do I want to have kids? If I, and what if I repeat this process? That's my fear. You know, and then what if I, what if I repeat it and I don't even know I'm going down that rabbit, that pattern? I don't see it. And all of a sudden, boom, I look up and I'm in it. You know, and this is not what I wanted. And now I'm dragging a kid through, you know, what I went through and all that is hell, man. You don't want, I would never want to do that. But then there's also part of me, man. And I think over the last couple of years, it just really made me feel like there's a bigger purpose in life and, that's something I want to. Uh, I hope to experience one day. Hope you check it out. You would know Michael Ray from Think a Little Less. He's got a bunch of number ones. He talks about how he had a number one at the same time. Like his song had just hit number one, and he was checking himself into a place at the same time. Like Damn. it was like I'm supposed to be experiencing all this super joy, but everyone's like, "Look at you, number one!" But he's like, "I'm checking myself in because I'm not good." Mm. So great interview. Check out the Bobby Cast wherever you podcast. Appreciate all you guys for listening and sharing it too on your Instagram stories. Amy's pile is next. Amy, what do you have? Well, speaking of country artists, there's a shocking list where like a, a younger artist is is in with like Garth Brooks and the other legends. And then women, listen up because I have the number one stress reliever, reliever for you. Like you need what, it. What you need yeah, to reliever. do. Reliever, reliever. <laughs> and, then, and then I have a, a hypothetical for you. Kind of yeah. has to do with like whether or not you'd rather be successful while you're alive or... or I when hate questions about when I die. Or, oh, yeah, you She do. does this every yeah, every day. She's going to try to get one out of you. Yes. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So you know what's interesting about Van Gogh? Cut his ear off. It was poor his whole life. He had crazy mental illness. Uh, was able to... Well, well interesting. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. We know a lot about Van Gogh. Well, he only sold one painting yeah, while perfect. he was alive. And now he's one of the greatest artists of all time. What? Everybody knows That's Van Gogh. That's terrible. Right. Broke. It'd be like if... 
Prince didn't get famous until he died, and then you're like, oh wow, look at all this guy's music that he made. Wow. Um, do you know who that who is kind of like that? I know. Me and Bobby McGee. Oh, Janis Joplin. She died before her music hit, and that she had a hit song when she was dead. Yeah, that's crazy. So she didn't get to keep making music, but yeah, she got famous after she died. Yeah. Well, this leads to a question I'm going to ask you. Or two questions. Go ahead. Would you rather achieve minor success while you're alive and then be forgotten? Mm-hmm. Or would you like to achieve no success until you're gone, but you're remembered forever? I don't care about being remembered because... I don't have kids, though, right? So this is not a thing yet. So, like, legacy? I, I'm dead. Who cares? I know, but having a school named after you, that'd yes, be cool. Yes, exactly. It'd be pretty cool if you were alive and new. But you don't know. You're that's dead. True, true, no, true. but everybody going into that school Googles but you to find out to, about you. Like, why? But you don't get why, to experience it. That's okay. It's <laughs> not. It's like, right, Lunchbox, if you were super famous right now in South Africa, and you ne- you don't know. That sucks. Right. <laughs> He's mad now. Sucks. <laughs> right. But. So, no. So then, At least people are Googling me, and I am famous. But you're not. You don't get to experience it. Nothing. Like, right now, there's a school in South Africa. Kids are going to the Lunchbox School of Learning. Wow. And they're. Idolizing, but you, you you have no idea right here, right now. Is, is that fun for you right now? Is it fun at all? Well, now that I think about it, I'm like, that's pretty cool they're going to my school. But, you, but now, because only because you know. Right. Yeah. What was that documentary of that guy? That... Searching for Sugarman. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I, need, I, I need to famous. see that one. He was, yeah, yeah, he had but no, that, that's terrible, too, because he had no money. He had no money. He had no idea he was famous. I can see. see I, w- I would rather just have moderate. I'd rather have moderate success now and then not. We're all going to be forgotten anyway, eventually. Mm-mm. Like George Washington is not forgotten. He's never forgotten. Abraham Lincoln's not forgotten. You're talking about one. But even they're going to be forgotten, too. No way. Nope. Yeah. Jesus, not forgotten. Okay. Did you know Abraham Lincoln? Fun fact. He was kind of didn't ha- really have much going on until he met his wife. And then she's the one that really. She's like, put this hat on. Turned him into <laughs> who he this. is. So like. You know, I think yeah. you should say slavery's bad. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to some of the women in men's lives because. The men end up who they are because of the women. Yeah, I'm dead. I don't care what you do. You guys can go to town on my body. Hey, do whatever you want. No, no I'm good. No, no have at it. No, 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 no. What else? Speaking of uh, women, a neurologist shared the best stress reliever for women. And it is... Massage. I uh, know. No. Shopping. Another S word. It. What? It's taking a vacation. Oh. <laughs> It's one of the best ways for women to lower stress. So I share this because maybe she you can do. She probably vacation with her husband or something. Who are this? Maybe what, a little bit. <laughs> hey, look at this study. Obviously, that's not ideal for a lot of people. So she also says a 20-minute break from work could help. Big difference between a vacation and a 20-minute break from work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, what else you got? So I just saw this stat about Morgan Wallen, and I was like, whoa, this is crazy. Because there was this whole article about country albums that have spent the most collective time at number one. Like Garth Brooks, 173 weeks at number one. He's the top spot. That makes sense. Different era. Dif- yeah. Uh, the top five, everyone is old. Er, Kenny Rogers, Willie Nelson, Alabama, Garth Brooks. Yeah, Rest older. in peace, Kenny. But Morgan Wallen's in at number three. Like he's the only young person in the top five. He's only 30 years old and he has 117 weeks. And Dangerous, the double album, is responsible for 97 of those weeks. I mean, yeah, he's killing it. He's selling out. I mean, Luke Combs and Morgan Wallen, we have two unicorns at the same time. So it seems a little more normal because there are two at the same time. Because they're both killing it at a level that none of us have seen Mm. since Garth. And we didn't even see that because we weren't in the business. Right. So, yeah, he's crushing it. Luke is in the top 10. Yeah. Uh, He's got 88 weeks. All these numbers I don't really care about so much because I'm going to forget. 
<laughs> I know. I was just thinking. What about Taylor? The difference. Taylor is at six. You want to know her weeks? I, oh, you said to me numbers. I don't <laughs> he doesn't want to hear yeah, weeks. I, I, yeah. <laughs> good, good. Thank you, though, Amy. Taylor's just short of the top five. Good for Taylor. 99 weeks. All right. I'm Amy. <laughs> That's my in. pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. The guy's being credited with stopping a suspect who was wanted on multiple felony warrants. Listen to this. In Tulsa, according to the Tulsa Police Department, there was an officer questioning a couple when the dude's like, ah, I'm out of here, man. Because obviously he's going to get in trouble if he sticks around. So he takes off running and he starts running across lanes of traffic to get away from the cop. Oh, no. Which is how you know that guy's running from something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, just That's dangerous. Yes. So two officers run after the guy. A bystander driving a pickup truck sees it happening, slows down, stop, <laughs> stops his vehicle, keeps watching, gets out. The, guy, the, the guy's just running toward him. The bad guy. We'll call him the bad guy. Just gets out and is like, well, guess I'll do what I got to do. Boom! Tackles him. What? (laughs) That's crazy. Guy's just living his normal day. (laughs) All right, I'm going to do this. Just going to work or going to Sonic or whatever he's doing. And he's like, I guess let's go, baby. Wow. I imagine him turning his hat around backward too first, like over the top. Yeah. And so then he holds him down until the officers run up on him and then handcuff him and take him in. And he had drug paraphernalia on him apparently. And it was later discovered he was on... Wanted for felony warrants for burglary, conspiracy, larceny, illegal firearm possession. I'd run to. Yeah. yeah. I had all that. Would you do the tackling, though? No, I'd have done this thing. My leg got in trip, try to trip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I probably wouldn't have straight up tried to tackle that. But the Tulsa Police Department released the body cam footage showing the officers chasing. But this dude gets out of his truck and just like rugby. There's no pads. Yeah. Rugby tackles the dude. That's tough. That's tough. Uh, good job. Good Samaritan. The thing is, they don't ever say the guy's name. Maybe didn't he want didn't the credit. want it. Hey, heroes don't like, want the credit, yeah, man. Yeah, some people want to remain anonymous. That's crazy, though. It's For so that, like, though, I ought to be like Lunchbox. Yeah. Like, I need to be credited because if I'm tackling somebody, I need people to know I did it like a man. You put your body on the line. It's sort of like if you see a police chase, do you ever want to put your car in the way and let them crash into no. it? No. No, I want my car. No, because I don't want to deal with insurance. But I'm saying, wouldn't you get... <laughs> Mostly. Wouldn't the, yeah. wouldn't the police department give you a new car? No. no. You would no. deal with insurance. Yeah. No. And I get it with his car. I mean, you know. How yeah. The, hell's his they'd car? probably want your car, too, to use to put out there. But, but also, think of it this way, Launchbox. <laughs> if you don't keep your name... If you keep your name private, then the person can't come and retaliate. Uh, I'll take my chances. I always think about that. I, I do. Don't think about that. I don't know why, but I always do. All the awards and free stuff you're going to get are worth the chance they're going to come back and get you. Um, no, you're not really going to get many awards on free stuff. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> people in the city get? are going to be buying you dinners. Do you, do you understand and- how the news cycle works? They're not even going to remember the story in two days. It's a great story. He'll always have it to tell, but this next next up. Because if you have your name out there, someone's like, oh, we should start a GoFundMe for this guy. Possibly that could happen Here we go, and then they, he has $100,000. Okay, Wait, now you're getting angry for no reason. <laughs> all right, that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. <laughs> This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. 
so the parents can focus on uh, being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I'd have to pay it. But, you know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Freedom is not free, and it comes with a high price paid for by America's heroes and their families. Heroes like Marine Corps Master Sergeant Aaron Torian, who died on February 15th, 2014 in Afghanistan. Before his death, he served honorably for 10 years with two combat tours in Iraq and four in Afghanistan. He was 36 years old when he passed, survived by his wife, Jurley, and their three children, Elijah, Laura Bella, and Avery. While left without their hero, the Torian family was not left behind. Each of their children are multi-year scholarship recipients from the Folds of Honor as they pursue their education. The Folds of Honor provides life-changing scholarships for families of military heroes like the Torian family. A need this great needs patriots like you. Join the Folds of Honor squadron with a recurring donation of as little as $13 a month at www.foldsofhonor.org slash squadron. That's foldsofhonor.org slash squadron. Join the mission today. Foldsofhonor.org slash squadron. I just had a theory as to why Lunchbox never wins the lottery. It's because he doesn't consider himself lucky. I'm doing the law of attraction, and people who are lucky, it's because they think they're lucky. And Lunchbox always complains that everyone else has the luck. The more negative he is, that's why. So he needs to change his attitude and just keep telling himself that he's lucky. Good luck. Thanks. I think it's perspective. I think he's been very lucky, very fortunate. Look at his job. Lucky. It's not luck. It's skills. Okay. Yeah. Look at his health. It's a little lucky. Lucky. Look at his kids. Look at his yeah. wife. I mean, just a lot of things that have happened. They're lucky. Very right. Very fortunate. Which, yeah. did he ever reach out to the contest queen? I gave him her info, and that's sort of part of her training, her mindset, her coaching. I just don't believe you can think you're lucky and you get lucky. Right. That's not how it works. It's a part of. Yeah, yeah. Hey, did you call her? No. He's been busy. Well, call her. Well, I, I thought Amy was setting it up. I didn't know I had to do did it. She said you used the number? What? Am I his assistant now? I well, you're sent the one that's talked the, to her. No, she just emailed me and I forwarded it to you. I, I, look, I just didn't know if you would connect him. I'll do it for yeah, you. Yeah, I was like, I don't know if I can just cold call her and be like, hey. Connect him, Amy. I got this email from someone that said I'm supposed to contact you. That is weird. <laughs> but connect him. Okay. And then he'll do an interview with her and then we'll see if he wins the lottery. Like she promises. Is that what she does? Well, she tells I mean, me how to win contests. I'm going to start entering she, she, a lot of things lots online. Lots of sweepstakes. Did you ever win anything on the radio? Never in my life. Did you ever call? Call her 10? I tried every once in a while, but it was always busy. I'd call her 10 once. KLAZ, I won El Chico dinner and passes the Behind the Mall Cinema. It's wow. awesome. I went and picked him up. It was crazy. I went to the radio station and picked him up up in the lobby. I That's want, pretty cool. I, I want a, a CD for Leroy Parnell. Really? Is that dude? Yeah. Yeah, I had to go to the radio station to pick it up. That's crazy. It's exciting, right? Yeah, you go to the front desk. They're yeah. like, oh, you're and then ready? I'm looking around to see if the radio people are here. I'm like, oh, <laughs> is Flying Brian here? That's you cool. know, looking up for Flying Brian. What? Way back in the day when I was a listener of the show, you I, you took my call, but I didn't win anything. That's a cool story. Hey, so uh, oh. we're going to... But find I was, t- I was wait, just wait, as wait. happy that I got through on When the you line. hung up, did you find $10? Yeah, it's a good story. I like it. Let's go to Amy's joke now. All right, here we go. <laughs> The morning corny. Why was the cow in therapy? Why was the cow in therapy? Because of his low mood. Nice. 
That was the morning corny. It's cool. Is that the only radio show you ever called? Yes, the only show I've ever called, the only time I've ever called, and I got through, mm-hmm. which I think is lucky. And who knows? That could have been the, the yeah, 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 the foreshadowing. Being a listener, yeah, right? That was technically my first time on air. Mm-hmm. Huh. Foreshadowing. Eddie's right. What did you call about? Uh, Bobby Some was restaurant outside eating. The best uh, outdoor restaurant. Yeah. I remember it's the best call I ever take. <laughs> Patio I was Austin. like, that girl's got something in her future. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you you met me probably like maybe a year later. You I thought it was like, you're the girl. I remember your voice. Oh, yeah, 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 you're, yeah, you're patio girl. None of that uh-huh. happened. All right, a social experiment here. Lunchbox will be crying in a coffee shop. How long until someone comes and comforts him? Now, you may be wondering, why is he doing this? Well, there's a guy who is attempting to cry for 100 hours. It's a long time. An entire week. He went temporarily blind because he was doing it. Oh, my. <laughs> is that the tears? He was trying like- a nonstop cryathon, a Guinness world record attempt, headaches, puffy eyes, swollen face. He went partially blind for 45 minutes. He sat crying, wailing, and grasping his head next to a live timer. And he got millions and millions of views. But he went blind and had to stop crying. Then I'm going to cry even more. But <laughs> yeah, I'm blind. Like, I was just, ah. So he did not break the record. Lunchbox, you are here now. Ready? Ready. How do you feel? Are you sad at all? Do you, do you need to... What, what, what's, the, what's the guy that played Lincoln? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Daniel Day-Lewis. He's a oh, oh, method, method, actor. method actor. Yeah, do you need to like me to tell you something sad? Or can you just go no. on? Oh, oh, oh he's there he goes. already. Wow, he's Start good. The he's trained. He's good. No, the timer hasn't started yet. So on, let's go. Is there anyone in the coffee shop? Because ha- this has to be part of it. There has to be people in there. Oh, I don't know. I'm outside, man. You, you, oh, there's outside. not a window? <laughs> cars in the parking lot? Yeah, there's cars in the parking lot. We got one of the last spots. Okay. Go on in. Just be normal and go sit down at a table. Yeah, I got to order something, too. No, no, you don't have just to. Just go down. sit at a table. No, 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 no. It, it, it's going to make no sense if I just walk in and don't have anything to eat. None of this makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Zero. Yeah. So, okay. If you go in and there's not a line, grab something real quick. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of people. I mean, it is packed. Is there a line? People coming and going. I don't know. I'm walking up right I would, now. I would just go sit down. I wouldn't even worry about buying anything. No, you, you, just relax. What do you mean? Ooh, he told you I'm going to get a double macchiato tall. With oh, my God. Oh, this is like it take 10 hours. Extra whip. No, no. I, oh, yeah. There's a line. Oh, man. There's a lot of people in here. Yeah, just go sit down at a table. Well, what, how is it going to look if I don't have anything? Oh it doesn't matter. Oh, my gosh. How's it going to look when you're crying? Okay. Yes. <laughs> He's worried about the wrong thing of looking stupid. I don't have a coffee. I can't get in this role. <laughs> hey, am I on speaker? Okay. No, you want to be on speaker? No, 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 because no, they'll hear us. So we're going to do th- okay. the over-under is 30 seconds. Come on, baby. That somebody says something. I didn't have bet $20. Let's go. Lunchbox, if anybody says anything to you, that counts, Okay. Are you ready? <laughs> <laughs> Miss Piggy. Okay, when, uh, when, it, when I say go, the timer starts. Ready, Lunchbox? Yeah. And go. Why <laughs> 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 no? Keep going, baby. (laughs) 
30 seconds. You've won the bet. Keep going, Lunchbox. Oh, my gosh. You want to go 60? Double no, no, no. Somebody's going to start killing right now. Oh, he's getting louder. <laughs> Look at these dying. <laughs> 45 seconds. No one's comforted him yet. We're at one minute. <laughs> Start saying other things. Lunchbox yeah, happens. Like, Why me? Yeah. <laughs> It hurts, it hurts. Wait, what did he say? What did he say? It hurts. I can't believe that. No. Oh, yeah. Sparky. Oh, Oh, yeah. I just got some bad news about Sparky, my dog. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Thank you. One minute, 15 seconds. All right. One minute, 15 seconds. Good. Are you sure? Yeah. Hey, you're good, dude. Now now you're over it. You're clear. He he just stopped crying. Hey, be normal now. Now just snap out of it. Be like, hey, man, thanks. I appreciate that. Oh, wait. Sparky's good? Okay, good, good. All right. All right. That's a wrap, guys. <laughs> <laughs> He's running out of there. Where are you right now? So I'm sitting here. Are you still, still, still there? If I, okay. So what was everybody doing? No one was doing anything. The workers had to come from behind the counter. Two workers came over and sat down, one on my left, one on my right, and were ready to circle me in a hug. <gasps> oh, oh, like in a loving way. Well, that's nice. Oh, that's thoughtful. Yeah, yeah. Wow. But the two guys sitting at the table next to me, they were too busy. They could not give me the time of day. The guys that sat down and you were like, Sparky, Sparky. Then you went, no, I'm good, man. Like, so quickly. Did they think that was weird at all? Uh, the two women, yeah. They kind of got up and walked back to the counter. Got it, like, got it, okay. got it. Huh. Did you feel like someone in a crisis situation as yourself then, did you feel like these these great citizens would be there for you normally or were you a little disappointed? I was a little disappointed on how long it took, especially with the proximity of one girl is too busy on her. She has a laptop and an iPad. Mm. She is on too much technology. And then these two guys that are <laughs> drinking some like key looking stuff, like yeah. chatting and one guy is shaking his leg like he's nervous. Like maybe they're getting to know each other. I don't know. Wow. But okay. minute, 15 they seconds. Were, they were just there. They were too in depth conversation, like getting to know each other that they didn't even care about me crying. And these guy and a girl over here are just laughing like it's hilarious. If he went to another one, would you do over under one minute, Eddie? Would you take the double, double nothing over under one minute? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll take it. You go over or under? I'd go over. Okay. One minute. Because this one ended at what time? One fifteen. Yeah, dude. I'll take the over. Okay, I'll take the under. He's going to go again? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. There's more than one coffee shop in town. And we can keep doing this. Yeah. Now they all are betting. We'll do this all day. (laughs) All right. uh, Can you hit one more lunchbox? Yeah, yeah, we'll go get some, we'll go somewhere else. We'll yeah. get some more big. No need for a mochi- macchiato. <laughs> double shot. Yeah, just call us whenever you get there, okay? Macchiato. All right. All right, there he is, Lunchbox. Uh, I'll take the double or nothing. Ooh. Under under one minute. All right, Lunchbox back in another coffee shop. He will cry outwardly and see if people will comfort him in less than one minute and 15 seconds, which was the last time. Woo. But I have the under of one minute. Yes, you do. And I have the over of one minute. Should if people do come to comfort him, mm-hmm. like should we have something for them? Like what do you mean? Because it th- that's really cool. They're going up to a stranger to see. Well, if we'd have thought about it ahead of time, but we just kind of came up with a bit last minute. What do we give him a lollipop? Like what? Well, do we later do? he can tell us who it is. We can go back and be like, "What's your Venmo?" Good citizen. <laughs> yes, like they could. Especially they were the last ones were employees. Like they should get a tip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Had we really thought about this segment, we did. But it was just like lunchbox. Go to a coffee shop. Mess with. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Let's just we'll, we'll see what's up. Maybe we just say the person's Venmo on the air. Oh, that would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Now we're talking. That's a mega tip. Cause and, like, and then if anybody wants to send him a Venmo, they can. Wow. 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 That's a good idea. What? Go get on the news.
Yes, Lunchbox might make the news. Double good. Yeah. And then it's not costing me anything. I can pay for our segments all the time. It's <laughs> excellent. Yeah. Not unless you lose the bet. Okay. okay. Oh, well, I'm going to, yeah. We're coming back with Lunchbox. We will do that next here. Bobby Bone Show. All right. Will he be comforted in a minute or less? I say less. Eddie, you say more. Over. More than a minute. Lunchbox is out at the coffee shop. How you doing, buddy? Oh, man. I'm pretty sad about Sparky. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Well... Yeah, I mean, I, should let's, we go with whoa, a different storyline? You don't like Sparky storyline? I think he needs to be a little more generic. Like, why me? Just cry for a while. Uh-huh. Then why me? <laughs> like, I can't uh, believe it. Uh, oh, I don't deserve this. Are you this. sure? Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, is he? On, is, are are you on the phone, Lunchbox, crying like you're talking to somebody? Are you sure it's positive? Yes, of course, because I have to have the phone up to my ear. So funny. Are you sure it's positive? <laughs> that's, it. that's so funny. I hope to lose the bet. No, cry, lunchbox, and I think that somebody will come and comfort you in less than one minute. I'm sticking with it, but don't say anything yeah, specific. Mean, I, no, no proper names like Sparky or Mom. Well, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I thought I was pretty generic last time, yeah. and it took forever. So then, once I said Sparky, it's I know, I know. Oh. Reaction. Okay, so are there people in this coffee shop? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it's loaded. Oh no! Did he get his mafia? Should be like, is it contagious? <laughs> No one will come. No one will go to him. It's true. true. Not one person. Okay, okay, okay. Well. Okay. Is it mine? Oh, that's good. Right. Okay. Lunchbox. If if we have to get to that, we will. Just just for our own fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Go find a seat. And now, again, are you talking on the phone and crying or are you just crying? Yes, I have to. I have to talk on the phone or else I'm just crying and. You guys won't hear the people. I mean, it's just complicated. Well, I guess I it's harder for somebody there. to come up to you if you're on the on the phone with somebody. Yeah. That's true. Because they think you're like being comforted. So what I would do is I would just set the phone on the table and cry. Okay. Because if I'm, I see somebody crying on the phone, I'm, I'm probably not going to interrupt that conversation. Right. But are you sure you're going to be able to hear it? Put us on speaker. You're pretty loud. Okay. I'll put you on speaker. All right. Here we go. So Lunchbox is walking so, into the- you guys can't talk. Yeah. We have to be quiet. Yeah. We won't talk. Okay. You got it. Oh, good news. Cops are out front already. Oh, no. They followed him. Yeah. Why is that good news? He says, yeah. They got me, boys. <laughs> oh, man. What? Oh, it is packed. There may not be. There, guys, there ain't a seat in this place. Oh, great. In the, on the floor. Sit on the on floor. floor. Sit on the floor and start crying. Lean up against the wall and slowly go down to the <laughs> ground. Amy, <laughs> you're not experienced yes. there. <laughs> Guys, I'm sitting on the stage. There's a stage here. I'm sitting on it. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, Are you ready? No. We're going to start the timer, Lunchbox. So- You're going to start crying. I need somebody to comfort him in less than oh. a minute. Are you ready to cry? No, guys, it is packed. Can you hear everybody? Yeah. 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 Okay, ready? She- yeah, you ready? Yeah, and go. Thank you very much. Thank you. I'm sorry. 
she offered him a glass oh. of water. Lunchbox, was it somebody who worked there? I don't know. Yeah, she parked behind the counter. <laughs> the, the other people don't care. They just look at me like I'm an idiot. Are you? Like, oh, no, no. I'm sitting <laughs> four feet from people that are drinking their coffee, and they act like I am interrupting their morning. Mm-hmm. Um, you 30, kind of are, though. <laughs> yeah. And you are an idiot, too. I mean, we are all idiots. <laughs> You're not really crying. Yeah, 39 seconds is what he hit there. Okay. So, that, so I won that one. So, Lunchbox, do you want to go and get the, the girl's Venmo? And we can, like, send her, say, hey, if you give us your Venmo, we want to reward you for being a really great, help, helpful citizen. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll go ask her. Tell her who you are. Oh. Okay, I'll tell her. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. Okay. I'll go find her. What was the news, just in case oh. she asks? Well, it was a bit. He's going to oh. say it's a bit. That's why. Oh. Yeah, it's a like, bit. Okay. You know, you're a good sport. You win. What's your Venmo? Well, now, now I'm... Hold on, I don't see her anymore. She disappeared. She's an angel. Oh, what if she wasn't even real? Oh my gosh, she's an angel. Wow. And she doesn't need the reward. Oh, she's already got her reward. Oh, there she is. There she is. Oh, never mind. Yeah, there she is. She don't even, never mind. She's mortal. Okay. Delivering food. Okay. When she comes back, I'm going to get her. Okay. No, not get her, but I'm going to get her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy, easy, buddy. Yeah, don't pounce. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, get her. Like, be gentle. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Dang, I was really hoping for that angel Yeah. Okay. Because she's walking with a purpose. She's fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, now she's taking it outside. Oh, my goodness. Play should by I play. corner outside or should I wait yeah. to come back in? I mean, I wouldn't say corner her. Is that what he said? <laughs> yeah, I mean, why does that sound so creepy? Attacker, and, like, grabber. Predator type. Like, <laughs> yeah, corner her. <laughs> <laughs> Shut trap her. Right, here we go. She's gonna okay. come back in. We're gonna. She's gonna come back in. I'm gonna get her. Okay, go. I'm gonna get her. <laughs> Except for not get her. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be. I'm going by the door. Go. I'm gonna be waiting for her. Here, here we go. Here we go. Excuse me, ma'am. Just so you know, I work for the Bobby Bone Show, and we were just doing a test. If I cry, would anybody be help me? So I want your Venmo, and we're gonna have people send you money for being a good citizen. No, but it was so nice of you to do that. Like hey. most people would. Like anybody could have done it. And when you have a Venmo, like it, like. We need more good people in the world, and well, like. Well, I also work here, so you know. Yeah, but it's a tip. No, that's very it's nice. A tip. It's I a tip. Support that, but you have a good heart. Okay. You can do your thing. Okay. Thank you so much. Yeah. All right. All right. You too. No. No. Finish. She was sure. Sure. Thought I was hitting on her. For yeah, sure. for sure. Because I mean, you were so aggressive <laughs> yeah, at it. Yeah. He's like, I want it. Can I get? Give me your. No. <laughs> Yes. Like, I mean, she for sure thought I was trying to like hook up with her. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, like, she's just looking her eyes. She's just like, she no, no, I'm good. No, mentally, I'm not, something's I'm not asking for your number. <laughs> I'm asking for your Venmo. She goes, no, no, it's okay. She probably thinks you're going to use her Venmo somehow to get her number and somehow to come to her house. No, 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 for real, legit. She thought like I was trying to get like connection with her Venmo, and then I would hit her up like, hey, you want to go out? Oh man, I mean, this whole like, thing is making me cry. And I was like, yeah, yeah, but in I the real way. That, but you were good, and she was like, no, no, I'm really good. She goes, you need need to do your thing, and I'll do my thing. <laughs> <laughs> she send them off. Dang. Uh, well, okay, buddy. Well, good job. You know, we kind of did good. <laughs> But, but but can I be honest with you? Yeah. She was a good-looking girl. Was- <laughs> okay. Girl? Why does that sound weird when he says that? Well, that well, it all sounds weird. He's like, hold on a minute. Let me abduct her and we'll get her for the on-air. We're like, no, dude. Don't. That's not words like that. Okay. Come on back, Lunchbox. chick and Morgan told me to call him girl, so I call her girl, and then I'm like, that sounds weird. So, I mean, but. You could just say she's sure, good-looking. Leave it at that. Yeah. She definitely is going to call her boyfriend and be like, oh, some guy was hitting on me. All right. I'll Get out of here. All right, buddy. Well, come on back. But, man. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Abby, was she hot? 
<laughs> okay, we don't need to keep doing this. Alright, we'll see you. But I'll be back in a minute. There he is. Lunchbox, nice yeah. job. Nice this is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on uh, being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer. But I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it, but you know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Freedom is not free and it comes with a high price paid for by America's heroes and their families. Heroes like Marine Corps Master Sergeant Aaron Torian, who died on February 15th, 2014 in Afghanistan. Before his death, he served honorably for 10 years with two combat tours in Iraq and four in Afghanistan. He was 36 years old when he passed, survived by his wife, Jurley, and their three children, Elijah, Laura Bella, and Avery. While left without their hero, the Torian family was not left behind. Each of their children are multi-year scholarship recipients from the Folds of Honor as they pursue their education. The Folds of Honor provides life-changing scholarships for families of military heroes like the Torian family. A need this great needs patriots like you. Join the Folds of Honor squadron with the recurring donation of as little as $13 a month at www.foldsofhonor.org squadron. That's foldsofhonor.org slash squadron. Join the mission today. Foldsofhonor.org slash squadron. Hope you guys had a really good weekend. You can call us 877-77-BOBBY, 877-77-BOBBY. We'd love for your comments, questions, thoughts. It's time now for the news. Bobby's Big Stories. Bruh, this guy lost both arms and part of his feet after a flea bite. Did you see this? I saw it on Instagram. It's like a headline. And I went and clicked Lincoln bio. And I, I, I rarely chase Lincoln bio. <laughs> I chase Lincoln bio. This guy, Michael, was rushed to a San Antonio emergency room after losing feeling in his toes and suffering from what his family believed to be flu symptoms. 35 years old, he went into septic shock, rushed to the ICU. Within 24 hours, he was put on a ventilator, dialysis, antibiotics, vasopressors, and numerous IV medications to keep him alive as his organs were rapidly failing. It took another 11 days of intense medical assistance, but he pulled through, was taken off the ventilator this month. There are some physical consequences from it, but his hands and feet developed gangrene from the treatment. But what had happened was he got sepsis 
and typhus, which stem from a single bite from a single flea. Oh, what? One little man. flea did all that? Mm-hmm. Doctors told the family that the type of typhus that he got is extremely rare in the U.S. According to the Centers of Disease Control, flea-borne typhus occurs in tropical and subtropical climates around the world, including areas of in America, Southern California, Hawaii, and Texas, because if the weather's just right, they're able to live. Huh. He got bit by that flea, and he, again, he lost both arms and a part of one of his feet. I mean, oh, my goodness. Because I, of oh, the flea man. bite. I've never heard of this before That my life. is crazy. Ticks, yes. Fleas, no. Ticks, as in, what's crazy about ticks and Lyme disease is knowing a couple of people close and then knowing through people, people have, Lyme disease affects everybody differently, and some of it's so hardcore on. Mm-hmm. But again, it's from a tick bite. But growing up in the woods in Arkansas, I had so many ticks on me all the time. I had sea ticks. You had normal ticks. There were such things as dog ticks. I didn't have them on me, but they were the big gray ones. No. But there were ticks everywhere where I grew up. And we didn't have Lyme disease. And I wonder, it really, unless we didn't know what it was. Right. But <laughs> you were just tired all the time. Yeah, know. I don't know. Yeah. Right. But I don't know. But I had ticks all over me all the time, just from literally being in the woods. So I don't know if that... Is a different kind of tick, but Lyme disease most people up, man. It messes people up bad. Uh, Barbie takes the box office crown, and Oppenheimer soars in a historic movie weekend. I want to bring on Movie Mike from Movie Mike's Movie Podcast, and you went to both of these the same day. Yeah, total movie <laughs> time in a day, five hours. And did you go from one right to the other theater? Or did you eat after and go again later that night? How was it? Later in the day. They were both incredibly good. One of the they best were. Yeah, one of the best weekends I've ever had at the movies. They're so different though. Barbie is funny. It's very self-aware. And then Oppenheimer, it's learning all about how they created the atomic bomb. You feel good after Barbie. You feel kind of sad after Oppenheimer. Which order did you go? Barbie first. Go up, then go down. How long's Barbie? About two hours. A little long. A little, a little long for a Barbie movie? A little long for any movie. <laughs> Oppenheimer, though, is three hours. Yeah, that's long. My friend sent me a voice memo, and he was like, I just finished Oppenheimer, and you'll really like it, but they need an intermission. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, and so rate them, but do Barbie first. Oh, these are both five out of five movies. Both? Both wow. of them. And I, I think also the theater experience adds to it. If you watch them at home, probably a 4.5, but like the energy in Barbie and in Oppenheimer just took it to a different level. So Barbie's just funny for adults. It's not like you need to be a, a young child that likes Barbie dolls. No, not at all. So who saw Barbie? I know more than a... I Amy, did. Morgan, Mike all saw it. Perfect, perfect trio there. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike, <laughs> you give it five. Amy, Barbie, go. So I give it... I'd give it a five, but wow. 4.7. It loses a little bit because towards the end they were losing me with this dance scene they did with Ryan Gosling and the guys. Like I'm like... I love Ryan Gosling dancing. Yeah. Yeah. I love that part. You know, okay. movie, Hey, there's a little movie called... Grace? Mm-mm. No book? La La Land. La La Land. Never heard of it? See, I didn't didn't like La La Land. What? Turn the the show off. (laughs) I I feel like there's just a few scenes that could have made it a little bit shorter and that would have been better. But other than that, I thought it was a fantastic movie. I loved it. Like basically everything about it, and I'm so glad I took my kids. They loved it too. And there's like moms out there that are saying, don't take your kids to Barbie. It's brainwashed. But you liked it. Yes. Morgan? Yeah, it was super cheeky, very nostalgic, and like Barbie and Ken were perfect cast. Yeah. I loved them. Five out of five weird Barbies. Wow. Everybody I know that saw Barbie gives it at least a four out of five out of five. This is yeah. a movie about Barbie and Ken, right? Am I missing it's something? It's so much more. But it's more, it's, I think. It's not what you're expecting. Not at all. 
Yeah, they don't. Even, Barbie and Ken don't even show up for the last five minutes. <laughs> it's about other people. Yeah, it's murder. They touch on such real, like serious things. I got emotional during wow. at, at one point. Like it's it's way more than just about dolls. Well, they both had massive weekends. I think both were considered a success, and Mike loved them both. Yeah, you're gonna love Oppenheimer, but three hours you yeah. may have went away. I'm gonna love bit. Oppenheimer one and Oppenheimer two, and I split it up into two and watch it over <laughs> like a week. Uh, KWWL with a story about that. A kidnapped teen rescued after writing "Help Me." On a note, a 13-year-old girl who had been kidnapped in Texas and was sexually assaulted was rescued mm. in California when police spotted her holding up a sign that said, help me from inside a parked car. Yeah. Police and prosecutors said a 61-year-old guy was arrested. His name's Robert in Long Beach, California, charged with kidnapping and transportation of a minor with intent to engage in criminal sexual activity. The girl was walking on a street in San Antonio on July 6th when Sablin approached her driving a silver Nissan Sentra. Over the next two days, he drove the victim from Texas to California the morning of July 9th, he drove them to a laundromat where he went inside to wash clothes. The girl would help me on a piece of paper and held it up to get the attention of a passer nearby. People who saw it called 911. The police department got there. They saw him standing outside the vehicle, saw the victim who mouthed help inside the car. They got him. Thank God they got him. Thank God, Thank God people paid attention and followed up on that. Yes. Uh, USA Today with that. A family sues two funeral homes for $60 million after one sent the wrong body. Then another buried a deceased stranger next to their grandmother. Oh, buried the wrong Bruh. Hey, it's another. Oh, man. Bruh. I can't do that. <laughs> Golly. A uh, family is to sue two funeral homes for 60 million bucks after they had a funeral for their father, but the wrong body was buried in this place. Oh, my, oh my gosh. gosh. Oh. Clifford Zayner died in February of this year, and his two daughters uh, made arrangements to have him buried beside their mom, who had also died. Originally from New York, passed in South Carolina, the family hired two funeral homes to have his body safely transported between the two states. Bruh, this is terrible. <laughs> Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> but to the family's horror, another corpse ended up inside their late father's coffin. But they Wearing the that. clothes. Hold on. No, at the funeral. Wearing the clothes oh, okay. that he was supposed to be. Like, they got the clothes, right? Dang. And buried him beside their late grandmother. Oh, no, they... in, in the, yeah. Well, they... yeah. Uh, yes. well, on arriving at the home to view the corpse... They alerted the staff. I don't think that's because they don't always always look like, but it still looks like. Well, him. But it doesn't always look exact. But they're they like, I don't like think him. that's him. And I think they they were kind of similar looking, but not that similar. Wow. <laughs> but so who who do you belong to? Bro, I don't know. They, they don't who have. Knows? They don't have. Yeah. <laughs> no one claimed him. Mm-mm, not yet. Huh. Bruh. That's Bruh. from the Daily Mail. We'll do one more here. A man attacked in a movie theater after asking a couple to move from his VIP seat. A 63-year-old disabled veteran who was attacked after asking a couple to move out of his VIP seat at a Florida movie theater says, they just went to town on me. There are pictures of him. He's got a bloody nose. Oh, the video is bad, bad. man. There's video of him. Yeah, it's it's a vicious assault for sure. Uh, This is from the Daily Mail. July 10th, it happened at AMC Pimpano Beach. Pompano Beach. Pompano. Yeah. When the unidentified man went to take his pre-booked seats for a screening of Insidious, the red door, but found them already taken by a man and a woman. So he goes up to them and goes, hey, guys, you're on my seats. The younger man gets up and just whoops him, pummels him, leaves blood all over him. His wife just watched, or the, the woman, I think it's his wife. The guy was taken to the hospital, needed stitches, big lump. Looks like he's been in a UFC fight. Uh, witnesses were there. They tried to stop the guy, but they were unable to because the guy just went off. And so... They fled right after that, the beater uppers, but they're on 
video, and I'm assuming they'll end up finding them eventually. They're saying they need the public's help in identifying these two individuals. It was bad. It was awful. And I thought everybody, that go, uh, maybe I'm wrong, but doesn't everybody that go in the movie theater have to reserve a seat now? Yeah, now, so yeah. So shouldn't they? Not every name? theater, though. Oh, okay. Every theater is not like that. I was going to say, because their name should be there somewhere. Yeah, every theater is not like that. But... I mean, odds are they didn't pay cash. Right, they probably paid, paid credit, credit card, card or something. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you one more. A Tennessee man's charged with pulling a gun on teenagers who ding-dong ditched his home. Oh, what does that on. mean? Yeah, that's ding like dong and you run. ring and you run. Oh. Ring and run. My kids do that. Yeah. To your own house? No, to other people's houses. They do that now? Yes, I told them to stop. No, that's home. awesome. No, 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 it's not good. They did, really? And the neighbors are getting mad. Well, there are too many ring cams almost now to do it's, that successfully. Because exactly. they still do so it. You got to do it with a mask on. <laughs> no. It turns into, no? Nope, they do nope, it with no nope. mask and they're like, you idiots. It's you. Ding dong and run. <laughs> Authorities are charging a 64-year-old guy with pulling a gun on teenagers who pulled a ding-dong ditch at his home twice. Gary T. Jordan now faces four aggravated assault charges for how deputies say he reacted. After they rang the doorbell, he immediately opened the door and came outside. All four teens ran down the road back toward a golf cart. One of the boys approached his yard, and when he got to the porch, the girl told deputies the guy came out from behind the bush because he was waiting on him. And he's like, hey, I have a gun. Oh, the girl later told his father that she did believe the guy was holding a gun with both hands, aiming it at them. Gosh. He's waiting in the bushes. <laughs> he didn't want any more of that ding-dong ditch. No he has, he's over it. For the first time ever, I, I made the call to not use someone's driveway to turn around just because you hear all these stories and there's someone thinking they're in danger because you're coming in their driveway. But I needed to turn around. There was no other roads to do it. So sometimes I have no problem pulling in and then like pulling out. And then something in me was like not here don't do it so i i kind of pull in and i'm like shoot so then i wait and i go like a mile down the road to find a different road to turn around on because i got something in me was telling me i just got nervous that if i did the the drive-through but what happened were, yeah what are you talking about i just about? felt like so maybe happened. they were gonna come out <laughs> yeah. and but shoot nothing me. ever happened no, I didn't do Ever. it. Yeah, okay. But I so, feel like I was telling like me something. Huh, I I, I, hear you. I read an article like three weeks ago where that happened. Someone just pulled in a driveway accidentally trying to thought they were at the right house and they weren't and they got shot. Yeah. <laughs> but so you though, you know, okay, okay. thank thank you for showing what almost okay, okay. Yeah, we liked it. Well no, I mean maybe my maybe maybe maybe, it maybe I Maybe you should have like, said oh. you just went in and yeah, got shot. Yeah, and then so, shots <laughs> ring out. <laughs> Whatever. It's just like, you know, listen to your gut. But you're you know, uh, that's the news. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. My in-laws were in town this weekend, and I'm sad to see them go. They're leaving today. Like, I'm literally sad. I don't want them to go. Well, tell them to stay. Well, I did. They have jobs and stuff. Uh, they got uh, lives. <laughs> yeah, they have jobs. And I was like, oh, man, I woke up this morning. You know, I come in real early, so I didn't see them this morning. But I, like, hugged them last night. I was like, I don't want... It's just not what TV always told me. When will you see them again? Probably when I do my show in Tulsa. Okay, so you have something to look forward to. Well, yeah. I mean, I'll see them again, but they've been at the house for a few days. It's been yeah. awesome. It's nice. They came because they did my comedically inspirational show, my first show here in Nashville. Uh, me and her dad went to play golf yesterday. Caitlin and her mom got detained. Detained? What? And nice. I don't know if I should mention the place. They get arrested? Well, oh. this is what happened. Oh, no, they stole something. They did. That's what I said. So what'd you steal? <laughs> Nothing. So there's a place in town here... Hmm, what can I say about it? It's like a hotel place. You can stay for the weekend, but there's also some outdoor stuff. It's like south of town. Okay. South of Yeah, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm going there. Yeah. What happened? Do they, I need they to They went and ate dinner there. Yeah. And they were, they, the GPS took them in their car. You can just go eat there. But her and her mom went to eat. And they were walking back to the car, and the security came and put them in a guard shack and detained them. Why? What on earth? What? Wait. They got the wrong people. You know. Mm -mm, they said they were like 
walking around trespass. And Kayla's like, we're just walking to our car. And they they had to, they held him in a, a guard shack until <laughs> until wow. another person with a badge came and got him, put him on a gator, and took him to the car. This is unreal. It was unreal. I, I was like, "Are you kidding?" Oh no! What? It's literally, like a- my my wife and her mom. It's crazy. Wow. It's both hilarious because I'm just <laughs> my, them being detained in a guard shack and told they can't leave. That's shocking. It's so funny. But. What? Okay, I don't, our, our next vacation, that's literally where I'm going. Bones, I uh, think you should be mad about this. I know I should, like, <laughs> but I just, it's so funny that my, that my mother-in-law comes from out of town. <laughs> she gets detained. And they got detained. So like, they th- if you're not, if they don't think you're supposed to be on the property, they. I guess not. They were like, well, do you have a reservation? She was like, well, we just finished eating dinner. We just, we, they drove oh, up, no. parked, walked in, ate dinner, walked back out to the car. And I don't know where they were parked. Okay. Cause they. They parked over the GPS told them to park. And so they were, I don't know if they're walking across a field or a yard or I don't know. And they detained him in a garden. I've never heard of such a me thing. Me either. I thought she was kidding when she told me that. I guess it's a good thing I'm going to be a, um, a hotel guest. Maybe yeah, they won't then they detain won't detain me. you. So I yeah. laughed. No, I know. She didn't really like I laughed so much. Yeah. I could not stop laughing. Oh my gosh. That they held them until another person came with a badge and put them on a gator and drove them to their car. Apparently. Wow. So that was hilarious. But as I just felt, I guess I felt bad my in-law had to go and be detained. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so that happened. Mm. Um, I mean, we really had a great time. I felt like I had a real good show. Shows. For, for, for my, what, just one? I thought you two. No, I'm doing another one here in October. Oh, okay. I did one Saturday night. Oh. My first comedically inspirational show was Saturday night. Um, and I, it's a it's a comedy show, and there's also some inspirational stuff. I did talk about Miranda Lambert. I'm very proud of the show that I'm going to do here tonight, and I'll be turning this evening into a special, which is why there's no pictures or videos here allowed tonight. And if any of this night ends up on the internet, I can't use it. So do not make me go Miranda Lambert on you guys. So I had a whole series of Miranda Lambert jokes. They're pretty fun, yeah, you know. Good. Just did a little thing and. Uh, it, was, it was good. We had a really good time. I felt like the show was B+. Plus. It was the first show, so I didn't, I didn't know it was going to work or it wasn't going to work. Huh. Um, I do a thing with the... I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't want to reveal the whole thing, but I, like the main part of the set's a couch on the front because growing up, I never had a bedroom. I just Everything was on the couch, meaning my closet was under the couch. I did any homework on the couch. I slept on the couch. It was always... So the couch is like the center of it. Mm. And so I do the show around the couch. Because that kind of represented how I grew up. But I felt like it went pretty good. It's pretty... I finished. I didn't want to eat my kidneys. What, what, you usually want to eat your kidneys? Yes, yeah, it does. Do I do eat an organ. I'm so mad at myself to eat my organs. Mm. Oh. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's strange. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do. I know. I'm a strange guy. <laughs> uh, let's go to Heather in New York, who is on the phone. Heather, what's going on? Hey, how are you? Pretty good. What can I do for you? I was just calling to tell you about my amazing weekend that a bunch of friends and colleagues and I had in Nashville this weekend. All right. So we, uh, I coach All Star Cheer for Freedom All Star Cheer. We are a mid-sized program in upstate New York, um, 115 athletes. And our program owner and both of the coaches um, got the opportunity to bring some of our junior coaches who are some really awesome girls ages 12 through 17 down to Nashville for the national convention for USASF for the weekend. And none of us had ever been to Nashville before. And so we drove down, we flew down, and we got there on Wednesday, uh, had a couple 
really amazing days of getting to see Nashville. And then we had three days of this amazing national convention, getting to meet just industry leaders and learning best practices and just see the all-stars. I feel like she works like the convention bureau. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like somebody from the city of Nashville like, okay, you're going to call in. I'm signing up for the convention. And you're right going now. to you're yeah. gonna say how great the city is and the people. Yeah. It's like a bureau, the, the convention bureau. Um, okay, anything else, um, Heather, that you did? And uh, two of the people who came down with us were actually able to get tickets to your show and went to your show on Saturday night. Oh, oh awesome. And they said that it was really great. And we just loved being able to sightsee and see everything that Nashville had to offer. And it was amazing. And so she's we'll back to the convention bureau. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, she I touched on your it. show for a second. Yeah, she was though. like, it wasn't her. She's <laughs> like, two of the people we came with, yeah, they went. But, uh, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, Heather, thank you very much. I'm glad you guys had a good, safe time, it sounds like. And you'll be rewarded handsomely from the city of Nashville and the. <laughs> Uh, let's go to Shavonda in Virginia, who's on the phone. Uh, Shavonda, you're on the show. What's going on? Hi, Bobby. Good morning. Good morning, Good morning studio. Morning. morning. Uh, yeah, I just called because I was very enjoying uh, Lunchbox presentation on the president, and I thought it was very informative, mm-hmm. and I thought he took the time to go out and get wigs, so he'd actually put on a performance for you guys. Yeah. And I think that Lunchbox, Lunchbox deserves to be employee of the vote. Thank you. I think that the his, votes are in. I okay. was very entertained by his performance. We finished and Scooby Steve's like, what do we do with that? And I was like, well, it's aired, so what do we do now? We just put it up on the podcast. Was it informative, though? Nah. Okay. nah. What do you mean it wasn't and, informative? And he, he had four wigs, but three of them looked exactly the same. <laughs> and one of them was like a joke wig. It said Happy New Year's on it. Yeah, he's grabbing it. Yeah, Happy it was a Happy New Year wig. <laughs> there it yeah. is. But it was hilarious. But also, he ha- he got like three extensions. But yes. And you can go to our YouTube page. Subscribe to our YouTube and watch it. I'm going to start wearing these. Just I mean, like, you look like a treasure troll. I'm just I going to start wearing these random days. It was informative. It was informative. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yes, Some people you. didn't know about the Grassy Knoll. The Grassy Knoll, huh? <laughs> and he did part with the British accent. The Grassy Knoll. Grassy Knoll. <laughs> um, by the way, my next comedically inspirational shows will be August 11th and 12th in Wichita, Kansas. The Saturday, the 12th is sold out. But the 11th, there's still some tickets if you guys want to come. Just go over to bobbybones.com or go over to my Instagram, Mr. Bobby Bones, and the link is in the bio there. Uh, Morgan this weekend went to. Did you you went to? Did you go to Ed Sheeran the show? Yeah, I went to did Ed like Sheeran it? at Nissan and it was awesome. Okay. His set production was insane, probably the coolest I've seen. And then after we got stuck in traffic afterward, it was miserable. Yeah, they set like a record, the new record for attendance. There's like almost a hundred thousand people. Dang. And so after the show, you went out. Yeah, I went to a local bar, like super divey bar in Nashville. It's a karaoke bar. Like Broadway? No. Okay. It's like off one of the beaten paths. Okay. So you go and what happens? Yeah. And I'm just chilling there, hanging out, having a good time. And Ed Sheeran walks in and he does. Is it Santa's car- Pub? Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and he does, that makes sense. Yeah. 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 And he does karaoke. He sings Backstreet Boys. He does Mr. Brightside. He got up and sang. Everybody leave him alone. Like, like as a person. Yeah. I mean, everybody like kind of swarmed and there was a whole wedding party there. So he ended up singing with like the bride and groom that were in How there. How crazy is that? The Ed Sheeran singing karaoke in a Nashville bar. And then the, your wedding party's there at your wedding weekend and you're singing with Ed Sheeran. That's I the mean, best. Wow. Insane. So he did, and he didn't like stop anybody from singing. He just went up and sang with them whatever songs they had. Did any of this go viral? Did you see any on uh, TikTok or anything? I posted something and it went pretty viral. Did it? Yeah, Barstool Ooh. Sports took it and That's they wanted cool. to post it. 
Daddy, yeah. that's awesome. It was crazy. And you, you didn't rent? know he was going to be there? Because we know some people that know Ed. But you, no, you, like, I had an inkling he may go out somewhere, but I didn't anticipate Santa's Pub. I knew he liked it, but you just never know. Um. And he, so, he threw t-shirts, so I have, like, a memento from it that says, like, Ed Sheeran, Santa's Pub. It's like you could have only got it that night if you were there. How'd they make them so fast? Did he make them because he knew I he was going? I think he planned on going. That's fun. Yeah, so, like, if you weren't there, you didn't get a free t-shirt. That's crazy. I wish the Nashville City of Commerce lady would have said that. <laughs> she wasn't there. Wow. Uh, Lunchbox Morgan went viral again. No, she didn't. How many views yeah, she did she have? Uh, I think it's almost at half a million. That's not viral. But a million would be viral. I mean, but, it, but yeah, the, viral is if it goes overnight. Like, this has taken months to go viral. I mean, months. I mean, it was, he did it happen. He did it. She did Saturday night. Yeah, and we're still not a million. Viral hey. goes millions instantly. No, that's not true. Oh, I'm looking at the video. I mean, it's a small place, and Ed's just up there singing in a, like, trucker hat and a t-shirt. Yeah. That's super cool. And he stayed for, like, four songs. He did Thinking Out Loud. That was the only one of his he did. Otherwise, he just did covers and chilled like a... And he went behind the bar, served some beers. That's fun. That's cool. That's like, that will never happen again like that. Yeah, very like Nashville moment happened. That's cool. Uh, sounds like Morgan had a good weekend. Had a good weekend. You have a good weekend. I did. I had a friend in town, Jill, and that's why I thought I thought you two shows. I, I was she hadn't seen you in a while. I mean, you know her. We go way back, and I was like, well, Bobby's got some comedy shows, and she was like, on Friday night, she's like, we should go. I was like, okay, yeah, maybe I'll text him. And something came. She had her kids. Something came up with the kids, but I was literally about to text you Friday night and be like. Jill and I swing by your show. Well, we had one Saturday, but you know what's crazy is it's not on the internet or anything, or my everything that I own right. social media that you could have seen. In like, well, I didn't looked. think you were posting. <laughs> no, I mean I'm just like a whole every, everything. Like it's all there in every way. Bobbybones.com, uh, Mr. Bobbybones on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, it's all right there. Well, a lot of the cities you are doing two nights in a row. Mm-hmm. So I just thought we're doing two nights here, but yeah, that's good. I, well, I would love to see her. Wish you'd have brought her. It's like when someone goes, I was going to give you a surprise, but I didn't. <laughs> well, like, dang, I could have seen an old friend. Okay, well, good. You had a good weekend, though? Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, had a good weekend, too. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from England. A 48-year-old man went to a pub, had a few drinks. Like, I can drive home. Driving, boom, and he crashes his car. Airbags deploy. That's not going to stop him. He sticks his head out the window and keeps on driving. With the airbag fully deployed. <laughs> fully deployed. Okay. It's like Ace Ventura almost Gosh. for you people that aren't kids. That's the first Jim Carrey movie. He drove with his head out the window, but not with the airbag. And he got about a block and a half before he crashed again, and he was arrested for DUI. Wow. Because he was drunk or because the airbag was affecting his view? I think both. Okay, got it, got it. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Hope you guys have a good day today. You get tickets to my comedically inspirational show up at bobbybones.com. Wichita, we're coming next. On the podcast today, we did do funniest people ever, like in the Bobby feud, our listeners picked. I don't want to spoil it, but we talked about Robin Williams just a little bit. But Amy had a really cool thing about Robin Williams. Well, yeah, I was thinking about the time that I watched Mrs. Doubtfire with my kids, and they loved it. That holds up, by the way. And then we started Googling about Robin Williams, and I saw this. In every movie he filmed, he asked the production company to hire at least 10 homeless people. So during his entire career, he helped approximately 15,000 homeless. Wow. Which is crazy. Yeah, we never heard about that. That's really Unless it was cool. like this. I saw a TikTok where uh, Matthew Lawrence, who was in Mrs. Doubtfire, Joey Lawrence's little brother. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he was talking about how Robin Williams was so loved on set and that mostly people would leave Robin Williams alone when he wasn't on because he was a big star 
So they leave him alone. He was like, I was like a 10, 12 year old kid. So I just barged in his room. And he was like, he was always like super sad when he wasn't super on. And he was like, hey, what's wrong? And he talked about how all the drugs he was on for so long, like rewired his brain. And he was like, I just can't get happy anymore since I quit drugs. Like it's rewired me completely. And then he was so depressed. So he'd be on and just be like, ah, and then be off. And then, you know, he died in 2014. He killed himself, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that he was so depressed when he wasn't on. And that, again, he, it was his, the drugs that kind of did it to him. Well, and then he had Lewy Body's dementia, I believe, which is very, it, it alters your life in such a significant way. I just think, yeah, he, he wasn't what himself. It's a, it's a type of dementia that there's hallucinations and it can get really, really bad and difficult for the family. And he didn't want to be a, a burden like that or live that way anymore. Lewy Body Dementia. I've never heard of that. Mm. How did you know about that? There's a whole, documentary and then yeah spark yeah and uh, watch it i watched some of it um i have a friend whose dad has it and so i was trying to learn more dang he died he was 63 robin just doesn't seem ever like he was that old no because he's all it was always just so full of life or he looked older when he was young too (laughs) possibly that too yeah okay thank you see you tomorrow goodbye everybody bobby bones This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines. Plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, hosted by MC8 and Big Steel. It's every Thursday, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Let's go. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.